Hi, I'm David Dodge. Welcome to Green Energy Futures. What about recycling solar modules? It's one of the top questions we get at Green Energy Futures. Last week, we talked to Fabtech out of Arizona that has refurbished 600,000 solar modules for reuse. The best of the three R's. This week, we get down to the nitty gritty of how to recycle the solar modules that can't be reused. All right, so I'm Chris Stearns. I'm the National Sales Director for Cascade Eco Minerals, and we are a solar module recycler that is focused on glass processing. Cascade Eco Minerals is based in Medford, Oregon. There's probably 10 or 12 companies that represent themselves as recyclers in this country. Uh, according to SIA, there's four that they've endorsed. Um, so we're, we're in a small group, regardless of how you look at it. SIA is the Solar Energy Industry Association in the U.S. The solar industry is fairly new to North America, but public pressure and demand for recycling solar is growing. In 2020, Cascade recycled 110,000 solar modules, which is great, but when you consider hundreds of millions of modules were installed worldwide in 2020, one can expect the need for solar recycling to grow exponentially over time. But there's a big lag in the timeline. Everybody is looking at this 20 to 25 year lifespan for a typical solar module based on the warranties. Some solar modules stay in use for up to 40 years. But increasingly, utility companies with big solar farms are repowering or replacing their solar modules early to take advantage of the improved performance of newer modules. This means some solar modules can be refurbished and reused. This helps pay for the ones that need recycling. Stern says most recycling companies specialize. We're really focused on end-of-life processing the glass because these modules tend to be 65 to 85% glass by weight. So what is a solar module made out of? And of course, there's some variation from, from product to product, but say roughly 70% of it's going to be glass by weight. Uh, 15% of it's going to be ferrous and non-ferrous metals, so aluminum, copper, uh, in the form of the frame and the, the wiring within the, the module itself. And then there's, you know, the remaining 15% or so, I'd say maybe 5% of its cell material and the remaining 10% of it is encapsulated back sheet. Stern says the vast majority of materials in a solar module are actually pretty common, but there are a few components that could be regarded as toxic. Primarily lead is the one that's easy to point to in the form of the solder that's used to to make the cell interconnections. Uh, But there's also heavy metals. Um, There's an acronym CIGS that's commonly just referred to as SIGS, but it stands for copper, indium, gallium, and selenium. And that material is sputtered onto the wafer material, the silicon cell itself, uh, to, to give it the electrical properties necessary to be an efficient solar cell. These are very fine amounts of these materials, but what these critics are pointing to and really what the conversation has become is if there's hundreds of thousands or millions of these modules potentially sitting in landfills that, you know, quantity starts to, to, to amass. And then, you know, if you're leaching all of those modules at once, then we might have something worth, you know, really being concerned about. 
So Cascade Eco Minerals recycles the glass, removes toxic materials, and sends other materials to other specialty recyclers. So, so we actually pay for that to be processed, um, but with the whole intent to divert 100% of this material from the landfill. The reuse and recycling of solar modules is well underway, but there's much more to be done. Learn more at greenenergyfutures.ca. For Green Energy Futures, I'm David Dodge. 